Uh, we're just going to do a little something different. I just got my wife, Lisa, she's going to come up with me. And, and greetings to all new faces. I see a few new faces. Um, welcome, welcome. And we're just going to do a little, we're going to have a little house, house meeting for a second, okay? Just to, to kind of give you news on where things are at. And you're like, what? Where, what's, what's changed? Some things have changed, and it's okay. Change happens. And um, that doesn't, that's not to alarm you or anything, but I realize that um, there's, there's something that the Holy Spirit is doing. How many remember, uh, anyone was here on Friday night? Actually, I posted a word on, on social media as well about the eagle, the, the winds of change coming. And the eagle's getting shaken out of the nest. That was the gist of the word. And my, my encouragement was get under the wind of what God is doing. And we'll go higher and deeper into the things of heaven. And I, and I truly feel like that's where we're at today. And uh, little did I know that a few days later I would get a notice that, um, that our... Our, our occupancy situation was changing. We're not being kicked out, but I'll just give you the gist of it, and then I'll let my wife talk, okay? You, you want to? Okay, go ahead. I just want to talk about prayer for Tuesday. Okay. So we have Robin McLaughlin. We met her in Maine, and then she came with Corey, when we had Corey Russell, and we connected. Um, and I've been asking her, please come and share. So finally, she'll be with us. She is the national area leader for the National Day of Prayer. That must be Washington, correct? The capital? Yes. yes. So it's going to be but for amazing. The state of Maine, right? It's going to be amazing. Um, so I would highly recommend coming out. She's going to share with us, and then we're going to pray together. We're going to have worship, and I know it's the divine timing for her to actually be here because I know she has a message for the region. So please come out. Just wanted to share that as well. Oh, yeah, also the, that's at 7 p.m. Tuesday. 7, 7 o'clock Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, also, in regards to we were supposed to have a conference at the end of August that has been canceled. canceled. It's been canceled for that date. No, because they had to be, Charlie has some overlapping things that need to, he needed to take care of. So we're trying to get a facility for August 14th, and I think he's free, so it may be August 14th, which is about a month away, which is good enough to get the word out. But I'm just telling you there's been a shift, so we don't know. It's not solid. It's not solidified yet, but it... 90%, right, did you say? Huh? 90%. Uh. We'll see what happens with the school. As as yeah, we'll put it up online as soon as it is. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay? Um, just... Back to uh, what we were going to share about, <laughs> about our, um, our, our occupancy situation. So this has been awesome, this place of worship. How many love it? Yeah. Look, we're, it's... It's full, and that's what it should look like. It's good. So uh, what I didn't know, so after we prophesied that thing about the wind coming and shaking and, and, the, and that which was comfortable pushing us out of the nest, um, and I have to just believe that this is all in the Lord's timing. I did speak it forth uh, earlier in the year that I believe that we were going to be moving 
toward, you know, by the end of the year. Am I allowed to interject you any can. time I'll I just, want to? Because yeah. I know I'll never get to talk no, no, if no. I don't interject. You can. So, um, I remember coming into this building because we were cleaning before we had Todd, Pastor Todd coming. Ah. That's when our landlord was That's in the right. building. And she kind of gave us a little information Miles shared with me after and told me. Um, and then we knew, we knew it was time for us to fly out of the nest. And then we had the baptisms. A week later, we got a letter. And it was very alarming, the letter, because it was nothing that she had told us um, originally. So that kind of sp- put us in like a tailspin, like, oh, my gosh, what do we- wait, she didn't tell us that. And we have to do what? No, we can't do that. We- so we kind of got into a little frenzy. So, so the details were our rent went up 70%. Yeah, it's an ooh, it's an ouch, um, and a three-year lease, which was which was the which which is the issue that we we can't kind of follow through because obviously it's kind of chaos back there for the kids. First of all, ask any of the child care workers back there, and then how many like the one bathroom? We love that part, but but also also I feel like the Lord is doing this because also. You know, we do a lot of ex- we do a lot of extra events. We do a lot of larger events, and and I just want to encourage you. We're in an awesome adventure with the Lord, Amen. and I I feel like so. Here's here's the gist of it. So I did meet with her after, and listen, our landlord, she Georgia, who you who used to own the sub shop next door, her husband passed away. She's a widow, but she is awesome. She is awesome, and she I she blessed. I mean, she hugged me four times as she's telling me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But we negotiated at least to get another year and uh, she kind of backed down the the rent some more, not 70%. So, which is good. And we could have done whatever. It's just, I feel like the Holy Spirit, we have favor here. This has been great. And they've been awesome to us, really. So there's nothing, there's no issue. And she loves us being here. She doesn't want us to leave. She's like, can't you do two services? Can't you, you know, can't you work it out? We don't want you to go. And, and I just feel like the Lord is, is pulling us to a place where we're, he's going to stretch us. He's going to make us uncomfortable. He's going to pull us into something greater. So um, I believe, I believe, you know, we just need to find the right place. And, and my, I'll just say what I'm thinking. I can't see paying five, $6,000 a month to rent someplace, okay? I don't even want, you know, I'm believing that the Lord, listen, we had prophetic words. That's what I was going to say. So we've had prophetic words, many, many of them. Usually when we have a conference, we always get with the same prophetic word that we are going to have expansion for our Awakening Revival Center, the Ark. Um, And it was going to be a prepared place. And even, I'm going to be bold enough that it was going to be given to us. So we're standing, believing. I'm declaring it out into the atmosphere right now in the name of Jesus that we believe we've contended for the word of the Lord. We've had many hits. Let me tell you, transparency. We've been getting hit left and right, but we're standing and we're believing the word of the Lord and the prophets. So this was what I feel like the Lord was speaking out of Numbers chapter 9. It's got to do with the cloud. All right. Numbers chapter 9, verse 17. And, and we're, just, we're, we're going to be brief on this. Numbers chapter 9, verse 17. And I'm reading from the Amplified. It said, Whenever the cloud was taken up over the tent after the Israelites journeyed in the place 
where the cloud rested. There the Israelites encamped. And so guess what? The cloud's about to move. And so we can stay. I mean, we have the option. Listen, I have an open end. We don't have to leave, but I feel like this is the Lord saying, it's time, you know, we want to make a place for the harvest. We want to make a place for, for God, for all the things that God has called us to do. And, and again, it's not going to be, I've been in situations, I'm closing my eyes because I have memories <laughs> of just these, these building fun. Listen, I believe that the Lord, when the, when the Lord would say he's going to give us a building, I don't know how that's going to come, but I also do not want to limit what that looks like. So I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to either, the funds, the resources are going to come in. We have, we have it up online. It all, it's already online that you can give to the Awakening Revival Center. And that fund will be towards the building. And I believe God wants us to occupy a place. And listen, I have like, our vision, I feel like the sky's the limit. So I don't want to, I don't even want to state what I'm believing for. Okay? Because I believe that the Lord so has the a Lord lot for the So the Lord had been speaking to me a lot about the cloud, and you just mentioned it. We've not discussed nope. anything before this time. Nope. So the Lord was saying, cloud by day, that's how they lived, and fire by night. They totally relied on the Lord. They could not do anything unless the Lord moved. So I really feel like we're in, we're in that same place. The Lord has been speaking very loud to me about that, that we cannot have, we cannot get anything else, but we have to get it from him. It can't be that, oh, we can say we did it because it's in our strength. God's saying from the beginning, from way back in the Bible school days, we would hear our president say, dream big dreams and never give That's up. Right. Dream them so big that you cannot do, you them, do them, that right. God can do them. So I've always held on right. to that for years and years and years, and, and I'm holding on to that forever. Yeah. That yeah. it's going to be what God is going to do and not about what we can do and how we're going to do it. So um, that cloud, we want to follow the cloud. Where is that cloud going? Because we want to be under that cloud. We want to be in the glory cloud. We want to be carriers of his glory and under his, his canopy of his presence. So anyways, I'm going to share a second about um, I woke up two weeks ago. I shared this at the um, House of Prayer. And the Lord said, I want you to build me a tabernacle. Hmm. I was like, whoa. So immediately, this is me. I go, oh my gosh, I got to figure out. I got to study. I got to research. I got to do the history on the tabernacle. I got to figure out how everything went, how it looked. It's going to be hours and hours. And then I felt prompted by the Holy Spirit. And he's like, um, no, sorry. It's not going to work that way. Nor do we have time for that. It's going to be how I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you the blueprint. Just watch and listen. Be very close to me so you can hear what I'm going to tell you. And I was like, oof, okay. And then Astrid yes. called me and she said, I believe the Lord's saying to build a tabernacle. And I'm like, whoa, confirmation. Yes, we want to build a tabernacle to house his presence. So maybe we so can talk when, about the house, well, that what we want to well do. Well, I was just, yeah, I was just thinking that someone came to me in the midst of one of the conferences, too, and handed me Amos chapter 9. Is that the one that I was going to read? Probably. I just wrote it this morning. Yeah, it's probably that. that it is. He's no longer, it's building, raising up the tabernacle yeah. of David. Yeah. I'm going to read it. Go ahead. So the Lord gave me this this morning, 
um, Amos 9:11. In that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David, the fallen hut or booth, and close up its breaches, and I will raise up its ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old. Amen. So I just wrote few things. It's a place of habitation, a place right. of rest, that he would abide and he would stay. And he would receive the reward right. of his suffering. Right. So all that to say, um, we're, on, we're looking. There seems to be a void of um, any type of properties around this area. So we might have to broaden our search, and, and it may not be convenient, but I do believe that we're supposed to, you know, might not be convenient for certain people that used to get here in a different amount of time and, you know, all that stuff. How many know it's always change, and change is sometimes a pain? But, but what we always do is when we see a location, we put in Manchester, right? Yeah. We try to see everybody right. that comes to us, you know, Maine or right. whatever, and we try to say, okay, that's good, that's good. It's going to work for everyone. But I do feel like we're, we're supposed to be a gate for uh, what was prophesied over this place was a tri-state revival. I believe that Maine, Massachusetts, we'll get Vermont. Vermont, you're with us. So, you know? But we got Vermont in the house. And, and I just, I really believe, so Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, we're, we're pulling four. It'll be a four-state revival. But I believe that, and I, I truly believe. So that means we need to kind of be on the bottleneck where it touches the ocean and we're a gate to all that. So Can I, I say believe something that. else? Yes, it was supposed ahead. to be a hub. Just tell me. Yes. The Awakening Revival Center is supposed to be a hub, and there would be plantings in the region. Yes. Seven. Yes. Right? Am I correct? That's, that's what the word was, okay. seven. It's making sure I have it right. How to administrate that, that's a whole other thing. But, well, we don't know. It's know. okay. God anyway, we, we'll take one step at a time. We'll, we'll, we'll build the hub, and the other things yeah, will come, right? right? Amen. Exactly. Amen. Exactly. So, and there's already things popping up, so it's good. And, and I feel like the Holy Spirit is on this, um, and so we need to just get ready for a good adventure with the Lord. Amen? Are you good? Go ahead. You want me to? Are you going to cut me off when I... No. Just teasing. No, I know. Because I got a motor mouth. I never had a motor mouth, really. Can I just say something? When I first met him when I he was talk. about 11 years old, believe it or not, <laughs> I met him when he was 11. Can you imagine? Dutch boy here. Do you know cut, that he you know. never opened his mouth to speak? I was like, what's wrong with this kid? Like, He's weird. It's like awkward. Now, um, now she can't get in a word. So, yeah, and I'm like, he never says anything. Anyways, we, we met years down the road at Bible school again, and then you still really were quiet. And all of a sudden, in, we're 28 years married last week all or so, of a right? The last past uh, 10 years or so. 10 years. I don't know. I don't know. Probably like it was like, I can't get him to, I can't, I have to jump in, like jump rope. Can I get in now? Can I, can I, talk, can I say something? And I'm like, Bad. how did this happen? He never used to Bad. say anything, and now Bad. I can't get a word in. I Anyways, I just had to, I love you know. You. I'm sorry. I love you. Um, so you should share so just a little bit. Really, about. well, in jest, we want a place where we can host regional things that touch the region. Amen. That's what we've been doing. And I feel like that's part of our mandate. Also, I feel like the creative arts, I feel like there's... I'll talk uh, about the creative the, arts. Okay, you can talk about the creative <laughs> arts. I feel like, you know, 
evangelism, you know, music, all these things, you know, not necessarily uh, controlled under by Kingdom Awakening, but there's a hub for people to come and do what they need to do and a resource. It should actually, every, every hub should be a resource center for the region. And, and, and the idea would be, the idea, the, the vision is that we would be that place. And listen, I started thinking driving here today, where, are the, where is a revival center that's shake? There's one maybe in Maine. You know, there might be one in Massachusetts. I don't know what's happening in New Hampshire, but I'm talking, you know, two, three hundred people that are going for it after the glory, after signs, wonders, miracles, running after Jesus, like with our hair on fire. Come on. Where is that place? You're in it. And it may be, you know, phase two, we may, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of things that got downloaded in the natural. Well, actually, last week, I'm like, God, I don't even know how. Do I even want to do it, to be honest? I was like, I don't even think I want to do this. It's way too big for me. Why did you give me so many dreams in my heart? You kind of get mad, like... Why do you put so many things and it's like impossible sometimes. You see, it's like impossible. But God says, nothing's impossible with me. I'm sorry that I'm being so emotional, but I have to be real. Because it's like like so many creative things that God's saying, I want you to do this. This is how I want it to look. This is what I want you to do. I'm like, me? Why? I'm so... nothing to offer. That's how you get. Like, I have nothing to offer. What do we have to offer? We've given us so much that you want us to do. Why don't you find somebody else that's so much better, so much more capable, so much more talented, so much more gifted, right? So this Awakening Revival Center, first of all and foremost, is a place where we can host the presence of God. That's That's it. A place of worship, like worship is the center of all things. Because why? Because that's what's happening in heaven. Worship is happening. So I want to duplicate that. I want it to be, what does it look like in heaven? Let it come down to earth. So that should be our main focus, and that's what it should be, is worship, the goal of 24-7, right? Day and night. I don't know how that's going to happen, but 24 Seven, 365 days of just worshiping the Lord and the beauty of his holiness. So that's the main thing. But the Lord has given us so many different um, things. In, in, Aspects, yeah. yeah, so one of the things, too, is the Creative Arts Center. Really want a place where we can be creative because this generation is so visual. So we need to be creative. I want the art. I, I'd love to see. My vision is to see the worship happening with the artists. Just, I mean, I've had that vision many, many, many years ago, and I see it happening. It's happening in Bethel and a lot of different places, but I've carried this in my heart for years, years, that art would be just happening, the prophetic art is the worship, and then paintings would come forth, and I would see the dancers, not just, like, sometimes I feel like, God, there's such a little, like, ceiling over my head I can't whip my flag around and I'm like okay I'm waiting I'm waiting where I can just get up there and and have like dancers that really have a heart to worship and and praise not for themselves but to just praise the Lord and that's really 
my heart is to see worship dance and then to see um, like choreography and pieces coming together like a whole dance center. Um, and then to get out on the street with that, to do theater, to do, um, you know, dance things, so much more than just being in the house, but to go out with it. So that would be like a center thing that we'd want to do, the worship. And then I think of the artisans, the pottery, the word of Corey, right? The pottery, that we would have a place for the artists to come in and even to train up um, young people to come in and then show them. You know, I think of the Helsers, the Nine Inch Journey, and I can just see like in the country somewhere would we would have a pottery studio we would have a place where we would do leather goods pocketbooks candles you know farming all this i mean i can go on and on but the whole idea is that first and foremost it's a worship hub and then it's an so equipping center we need about 20 center. acres <laughs> yeah i'm not going to get into everything don't worry i'm kidding um not into everything. it's funny cuz you know what the Helsers, if you know the Helsers. So recently, yeah. Yeah. I saw them and they just expanded. They have this beautiful, they're expanding, they're building now. And I said, this is very prophetic for New England. They're building a whole um, art studio. They're building a whole pottery studio. They're building a whole dance studio. I'm like looking at it like, God, please let it be here. Yeah. Let it be here, Lord. And they have this community house where they gather together and have meals together. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's what God is doing in this hour. It's not just the local little church. It's something more. It's like community. And um, just to say for the, the uh, Revival Center, it should be an equipping a center. That's why we want it, because we want to equip people, train them up. If they have to go, they go. They go back. It's like a filling station. They get Holy Spirit. They get filled, and they go. Some stay, and that's why we want this um, center to be a place where you can come in and receive and be stronger in your walk. Really, go strong, strong in your walk and be on fire and have such hunger and desire and to, have, to be a sold-out, sold-out life, a marked life for Jesus. Yeah, so... It you know, this actually, it should include everyone in this room. I mean, it's, so it's not, the problem is we, we, we come into a place and most of us are just, you know, we show up, we check in on Sunday and we leave and, you know, that's okay if that's the life you want. But I believe that God's trying to build something greater, meaning that we're all engaged, that God begins to release the, the gifts of, that, you, that are inside of you to be expressed within what the vision looks like, amen? And not, and not you know, believe me, if, as she already said, to do it all, two people, or you can't even do it with 12 people. You, see, you hear me? You can't do it with just 12 people. You need a, a, a movement of a company of people that, are, that are, are ready to move and go ahead. And some of it is caught. You have to talk to yourself and say, all right, I'm going to forget about my stuff that I need to, you know, we all need inner healing. But sometimes it's like God's saying, get up and move. And watch what happens. Because sometimes just by faith, things begin to pop off of us because we begin to engage with things that really excite us. And so I want you to have like vision to be excited. Where do I fit in all this? I don't know. 
Where do you fit? Make a job description. You know, that's how I feel. That's like how the Holy Spirit should be working in the church. When they were all in one place and in one accord. That didn't mean they all had the same ideas. It didn't mean they had this, all the same callings. It meant they were in one accord because they were one body, one community together that, that went and just brought forth the kingdom in their time. And we, he, God's calling an even greater anointing to fall on this, uh, this generation, this community of believers, you know, whatever it's going to look like. You know, I believe I have this like, you know, this dream that God put we have this dream that God put, and, and it can only come if people just begin to just take hold of it. So I know we're kind of vague on what it's going to all look like. I know it looks like this. I know we need more space. For now, maybe the next phase is only phase two. I don't know. I don't know. But we need to be ready for, like, when the cloud moves, to move. And I believe that the Holy Spirit's going to just begin to do some things and begin to open some doors. And I, I don't care if the wealth comes from the wicked. Come <laughs> on, I just got a word from that yesterday. It, really, it can come from anywhere. You say, well, we don't want that money. Well, it's stored up for us, right? It's stored up for us. The if it's for the kingdom of God, we'll take right. it. And it's not even about the money. It's about the resources flowing from one place to another. And I believe that God's going to do it. I'm, listen, I'm not going to sweat stress. I'm not going to freak out. If you know, We want you to have an opportunity to sow into it because it's something I think that everyone should have an opportunity to sow into. Amen? Amen. It really should be. It should be something that we take uh, complete ownership of right wait a minute why why because it's for the region number one right. it's for souls number two right. it's for a hunger in people's hearts it's for the fire of god right. to hit them i, I mean we could do listen just lists. back to that one thing yeah we want a place where god is right we want him to you know, reside and where where he is and where his presence will be and where we where everything we're believing for for a, a revival awakening Center, center, an awakening revival center. Mm -hmm. That is what we're believing for. That God is going to break open, and it's going to it's going to explode. And not just because of us. There's going to be other churches that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. They may be in different parts of the New England. I right. believe that there's going to be some hubs though that God's going to use to bring forth what God's doing. Because we need in this a place hour. for the harvest to come in. If it's all in. about us, bye. I'm leaving. Because we need a place for the harvest to the come Lord. in. Yes, amen. Because it's coming in. We right. need a place for if it. If I think of maximizing, right, if we just expand this three times, I don't think it's enough room, to be honest. I think that, I, I think that my vision is low because I'm thinking Gideon's 300. No, that's when God is decreasing. In the book of Acts, everything's increasing and multiplying. I don't care if we're in New England. You know, we break that curse in Jesus' name. If you go down south, you can raise up a, a revival hub and, you know, lickety-split, get a good worship band and a good preacher, and you, you, you're going to have a full church. Here we got the, it's like, it's like Ezekiel. <laughs> Preaching to the ones that have stone heads. Come on, you're not like that. 
I'm just talking the region. Maybe some of those listening to me on Facebook are like that. Just kidding, just kidding. Come on, that's how you lose viewers. No. But you understand what I'm saying, that the Lord is wanting to do this. And, and I know that such pushback came at this time for a reason. And I don't glorify the enemy. I glorify God because God is trying to shake us out of complacency and move us into the new thing. Amen. So if you're dull, if you end up like, if you feel like you, you're, you're feeling like you don't know what, you, what you're called to, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. I just want to read a prophetic word that Corey Russell gave, and I'm just going to declare it out. New England, you will no longer be called abandoned, desolate, and dry, but New England will be called my delight is in her. And to him, this land will be married, owned, and protected by the Lord. We will not be silent, for you have appointed and stationed us to be watchmen on the walls. Are we good? I think I'll just end with this. Like I said last week, I feel like it was Jehovah Sneaky that even put me in this position. I'm not kidding, because when, when, when we first started in Portsmouth, it was like an experiment. Interesting. Like, we were just hanging out, because we weren't going to church anywhere, so we're like, let's go do something, you know? We were going to church. We weren't going to church then. No, we were in transition. We were in transition. Yes, transition means you're not going to church anywhere. I don't we care. Were in transition. You're not going anywhere. We weren't doing anything, and, and the rest of everyone wasn't doing anything either. So everyone was in transition, but they showed up every, not, every Saturday night. And so, but then that seven months ended, and what? We came here. We had kind of a trauma starting this up. And God knows everything that happened from that point to here. Right? That's so we right. kept going over six years. And here we come. We're coming down the lane of our sixth year, and we're, we're about to enter our seventh year. Mm -hmm. And God's saying, it's time to move along. Yeah. And this has been awesome for our beginnings. It's like a living room with a lot of chairs. But it is like a living room, is it not? It's awesome. Yeah. Like people come in, they go, we love this atmosphere. It's great. And, and so we want to recreate that right. in the next place. Let just big, big widen the living room. Big living room. You know, so that we're, we're moving in a, in a place. And listen, God is raising up in this house, I believe, evangelists, pastors, teachers, and, and all those, right. right? All the fivefold should be are going to be raised up out of this. There are people in this room. And so let's just believe God, and we're going to pray. Maybe you should pray. What do you got? Oh. It's Okay. They can go on. That's fine. Like I said, if you go online, you can give, right? If you just go on King Awakening, you can give. I am not, I'm not, I promise you, I am not. George, hold me to this. <laughs> I'm not going to be flipping out at the end of 11 months saying we don't have money because God's going to bring the money. Right. And I'm not going to rail people to give. I'm not going to do it. Because the Holy Spirit is going to do this or, or he's not. And that doesn't mean we won't bring a, a video with vision or something concise so that we can put it out on social media. That doesn't mean that. But it does mean I'm not going to sit up here because I've sat there and have 
my pastor really press me about you got to give more. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to. No, no, no. That's not happening in this place. So I want you to have freedom. I don't want you to feel bondage. I want you to feel completely free, but I want you to not miss being blessed. Because the problem is if we don't, if we don't kind of put it out, then people are not, they don't have the opportunity to get in what God's doing. And, we, and, and the Holy Spirit wants us to sow into the kingdom in different ways, more than you tithe. Amen? It's just something that's going to have to be a sacrifice for all of us. And so, should we pray? Yeah. You want to pray? Father, first of all, we just thank, thank you, you God, for everything that you've done in our lives and what you're doing now, Father, and for the future that's before us, God. And Lord, as you just spoke to my heart last night, that I have so much to be thankful for and yes, to just Jesus. review everything that I have that yes, you've given Jesus. me, Lord, to just have a thankful heart and a grateful heart. So, Lord, we do. We thank you so much. We thank you for, Lord, we thank you for your son, that you've given us your precious son, God. Where would we be without Jesus? It's all about you, Jesus. So we give this to you. This place, Lord, this awakening revival center, it's all about you. That no one or nothing would have the glory, but you would only have the glory, Jesus. You alone, God, would have the glory, Father. That's it. That's my prayer, Lord. You would always have the glory, precious one. You would always have the honor, Lord, God. That you, God, would be worshipped in spirit and in truth, Father. So we love you, Jesus. We thank you, God, that, that you... We actually, I thank you, Lord, that you've deposited this into our hearts, God, yes, God. because you use vessels. Mm -hmm. We're your vessels here on this earth, God, to be used by you. And I think we said yes yeah. years ago, yes. and that's why here yes. we are now, yes. because we said yes. We said, God, we're sold out, not... 80%, but 110% to you, Jesus, to do what you want to do in this hour through us, God. So, Father, we trust in you and the scripture that you gave us years and years ago. Some trust in horses and some trust in chariots, but we will trust in the name of our God. And that's what we hold on to, that we trust you. We put our hope, we put our faith and we put our trust in you, God, because it says, without faith, it's impossible to please you. And God, I never want to not please you. We never want to not please you. Everyone in this room does not want to not please you. We want to please you. Yes. Father, we want to bring delight to your heart, God. And you tell us it's by faith to believe what we cannot see. So we believe, Jesus. We believe. We say it out. We declare it. We believe, Lord. We believe that the harvest is going to come in. We believe for souls. We believe for restoration of lives. We believe for deliverance, God, in people's life, God. Yeah. We believe that you are going to equip people, that you're going to train people to go out. We believe, God, that people are going to be so on fire for you. The remnant is coming. 
they're going to be so on fire for you. They're going to be so sold out for you, Jesus. An army rising in this hour, so sold out to you and not in the world. Better is one day in your house, God, than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in your house, God. A doorkeeper, someone that would clean. I'd rather be than be in the den of iniquity, God, where you took me out of Jesus. You took me out of that den, Father. Never will I return. Never will we return, Jesus. Never one of us will return. So, God, we thank you for what you're doing in this hour. I pray for strength for all of us. I pray for encouragement, Lord. I pray for your protection, Lord, and I just pray for the angelic hosts of heaven right now to surround us. It's your vision, God. It's your vision. And we just give that vision back up to you. And we say, God, we surrender. We yield to you. We open our arms and say, God, do it. Do it, God. Do it in and through us, Jesus. We thank you, God.